welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions, where we support entrepreneurs just like you with event-based marketing and sales strategies, allowing you to build your authority, your credibility, and your visibility in your industry. Now, I know there are those of you that are listening today that are looking to leverage and launch and scale and make a good living while creating an impact. Otherwise, you wouldn't be attracted to our show. Today's guest is somebody who helps people to really maximize their profits while being that visionary they're destined to be. She's really like this catalyst in supporting her clients to prosper while being the leaders in their business and their lives. So please help me welcome Jean Amour. Oh, say it again for me. Jeanne Amelour. Ah, beautiful. To the Creating Powerful Impact stage. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Shay. How are you? You're looking <laughs> lovely today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm excited because, you know, I, I'm always a big fan of like, how do people leverage and how do they scale and how do they launch? I mean, events are launching, right? That's a form of launching. But before we kind of dive into your expertise around those pieces, I would love for you to share because you've got a pretty amazing story going from somebody who was absolutely struggling, 54-year-old single mom, deep in debt, and then turning around in 17 months and being a millionaire. How? (laughs) Can you share that with us, uh, how you've gone about doing that? Absolutely. I'd love to share that. Well, um, first of all, um, I love sharing it because I want people to know that anything is possible. And I'm not like the most likely candidate for this to happen, a 54-year-old single solo parent, I like to say, with terrible tech skills. So I'm not techie either. When I came online, I didn't even know how to use Zoom. One of my colleagues had to send me a loom on how to use Zoom. That's how not techie I am. Oh my God, that's amazing. (laughs) preface it all that, you know, it's not like, oh, well, she was techie and she had this. No, I literally woke up one morning when I was 54 and I was in anxiety, which was not the only morning I woke up with deep anxiety thinking I have to do something because the offline wasn't working so well like it used to in New York when I lived in New York City. I was now in the Midwest and I thought, okay, this isn't working. I really need to do something, but how? And you know that mountain to climb? You know when you you are about to climb a big mountain and you know it's going to be a big mountain. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I this online was going to be a big mountain. It wasn't just, so I thought, okay, I've got to do this because I was failing. I have two daughters and I didn't want to see their mom failing. And then they're being model, you know, the modeling of failing as the solo parent. And I didn't want that. I thought, no, I need to fix this. That was my main concern, actually. So... A voice in my head literally said, if not now, when? And I started thinking, wow, wait a minute. Oh, wow. You know, we are in this sort of denial about life just being endless. And well, it's not. It's very limited. Life seems long, but actually can seem long, but it's not that long and it's not endless. It's going to end and you're going to get older and you lose energy and that's just life. Okay. I thought, wait, okay, I'm 54. If I don't start now, it's a mountain to climb because it's not like I'm just, I know that. What if I don't start now and I start in two years, then I'm 58 and then it's going to be longer. And so I started thinking and I thought, well, I got to do this right N-O-W. So I got out of bed 
And I started looking for some online course and I didn't know any of them. And I found one and it was 10K and I thought, okay, I'm gonna just plonk 10K down on three different credit cards and go into more debt. Fine, I have to do this. And I knew I, know, I knew I needed high ticket because I knew I needed the level of other people that had paid at least 10K. But okay, 10K, that's what I'm doing. Now the program wasn't great. However, it got me online. I realized I should not be running ads immediately because they actually were teaching Facebook ads. And I said, okay, so this isn't a fit. They said, oh no, it's not a fit for you. You just got online. I said, oh, however, you're teaching Facebook ads in this program. So what do I do? And I said, oh yeah, you got to do something called organic. And I literally said for a joke, what, like carrots? Because <laughs> I'd never heard that before. Yeah. I didn't know what organic marketing was. I was like, what? Never heard. That's a new term. They said, yeah. And I said, well, what do I do? There's no trainings in your program on this, by the way. And they said, just go talk to people on social media. That was the coaching. Go talk to people. I said, that, that's the coaching? Yeah. Just go. Because, you know, remember, these people were focusing on helping people get ads up. So it was just like an aside. Sure, we'll take your money. Mm-hmm. Give you this little solution, but no training on it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I said, um, okay, I can do that. I'm good at talking. So I went online and I started talking to people. Literally hundreds of people just I, going into their dms and yes 900 conversations in, in facebook dms 900 wow. just to see what they needed and i was i was at that point i was coaching all business people and i started talking to people and i thought wait these coaches really need help and there's millions of them and i'm a coach so i understand them so i started i was i had 18 sales calls on the 18th i got a client and it was eight weeks. Now, eight weeks doesn't seem like a long time to me now, but at that point, it was a 10-week program. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to end. I'll have no support. I'll spend another 10K and nothing. So I was really like, this needs to work. And I worked a lot. It wasn't easy. And I didn't sit around doing like one hour of work and asking myself, how many hours do I need to do? I just need to make it work. So on the, on the eighth week, I got my first high ticket client for $4,800. And the guy that came in, he said, have you done this before? I said, I've coached before, but not this particular offer. No. He went, wow, that's extraordinary that you did not lie about that. I said, of course, I'm not going to lie about that. He said, me and my wife are so impressed that you didn't make up some fake testimonial. We're going to go with you because you got me to get on a call. And I see that you're a good coach. And that was my friend. And then I got two more that week. So I got three in one week and I had a group program. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then he came in and he said, on the first call, guess what? Do you believe in the law of attraction? I said, I do. The law of attraction with action, 100%. He said, we got a 30K client just because we signed up with you. And we know it. So that was the very first. And then from there, I was doing it very simply. And people saw how simple and grassroots and how I had no branding. I had no branding on purpose. I didn't go get branding. I wasn't fancy. And they were like, this woman's making all this money so simply. And that was kind of my thing. And I just started getting more clients and then COVID happened a few months later, but I was already positioned and I could help a lot more people position themselves for online. And that's, was part of that, that year of 17 months, actually. So that's how it happened. I got you. Yeah. COVID was interesting. We know, especially for our space where it's like, we were completely in person for events and then it was gone. So you had to go completely virtual. So it was a lot of fun learning. Thankfully, I already knew Zoom. We were already using Zoom already. (laughs) (laughs) Like Zoom is like so easy to use. You know, that was my challenge. Learn Zoom. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. So now if we were to go ahead and take a look at, um, everybody uses the word leverage. 
right? Mm. What is leverage? What does it look like? What, how do we put leverage into our businesses? What are some of the ways that we can do that? And are there organic ways to grow your business with leverage? Absolutely. Now, I will say that I didn't really leverage much. It was just full on work when I started. Because of course. When you I think start, at the beginning, you have to, right? You just, you just do it. Yeah. And so I think I feel that a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, coaches, whatever, they feel like there's this magic solution to shortcut everything where you don't have to do what normal people do. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Now, now, working with, we have gotten coaches who are from scratch to get to like 11K in the first week of their whole coaching career like a miracle. So miracles can happen, but my thing is don't be mad when they don't. Okay. We're all for the miracles. It has happened quite a few times that we have just positioned people and they've just crushed it right away, but then we have to help them sustain. Right. So the leveraging is leveraging help eventually. So I got to the first million in 17 months. It was really myself. I did everything, content creation, sales, lead generation, coaching, everything. And I, about five months in, I got a a, a VA to do like maybe three hours a day. So it was very light help because I knew that I really needed to fully understand everything and really dig in and master this myself to fully help other people rather than that thing of immediately just oh, you know, I'm just going to get help right away. And I'm glad I did that because I'm still in there. I'm still researching and figuring out what works now because things keep changing. So my thing is to really boots on the ground, fully invested. So I don't become one of those coaches that becomes obsolete because they've just let let it go. And they've Mm -hmm. lost touch with their audience. They lost touch with people, the process. And they they just are really just going for the divorcing themselves from the client kind of thing that I hear all the time, which I don't get. Why do you want to be a coach and a divorce? That means you don't really want to be a coach. Right. So I'm fully invested. I still do most of my sales calls because then I see exactly what's going on right now. Things have changed a bit in the last year. Energy. Yeah, the, they actually, I'm glad to hear you say that because you can ask the questions and see what's really showing up now because that then supports your marketing and what it is you're saying to attract the audience and support them where they're at in the moment. Right? So if you're divorced from it, you don't know. You can't leverage. So yeah. that I know that was long-winded, but to talk about leverage, I leveraged all the conversations and the knowledge that I had on the ground of what people really want and what my market is really thinking and what they are really struggling and suffering from, really. And you know, let's face it, most of the problem is they don't have enough clients but they know they're really good at what they do. So they're struggling with not being the technician of great coach. They're struggling with being the business owner of how to get those people in their in front of the world, right? Yeah, to be able to, to even offer. So that is the largest struggle, hands down, hands down. And obviously there's mindset coming into that. But if they had people in front of them, they wouldn't have the mindset struggles in the first place, right? Yeah. When yeah. you're making a ton of money, there's no mindset problem. <laughs> you, know, like, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the leveraging is leveraging social media for what it is, which is amazing. And I'm just going to let everybody be grateful just for a second with what we have, because we forget. We have something going on right now that is revolutionary for the first time in the history of the world with marketing. And that is we have the ability to go on a platform, let's say Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, YouTube, TikTok a platform, any platform. And we have an ability that people all around the world can actually see us on this stage. Unheard of. We're taking it for granted. Also, 
we can speak directly to our markets in the DMs and through our content. Again, unheard of. People would have died for this in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and two, well, 90s because they used to have focus groups. Mm-hmm. The only way you could talk to your market was hiring people to come to a focus group. And I used to do these focus groups in New York. Okay. I, I would take part in them. That was the only way they could directly speak to their market and get their opinion. Think about that. That's a really good uh, kind of reframe to take a look at, right? Yeah, we can throw a poll up on any of the social media right now and get responses. Right. Now we could do the emailing for a while, but it's not like social media because they have to be on your email list. Yeah. Social media, anyone can see it. If it gets, you know, trended a little bit or, you know, people see my posts or are not even my friends on Facebook. So they just come in. So yeah. it, you could potentially, the, the more followers and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, things trend, they used to trend more because, you know, the social media, pl- all the platforms are being more stingy with reach now that's happened. Right. But the point is, For the younger people that don't know what it used to be, because I'm older and I remember those days, okay, I'm in this state of wonder, like, oh, wow, what a huge opportunity. So for me, after I'd been coaching for eight years offline and I had to go to networking events or meet those people in person or speak at an event, that now I can go online and any I can speak. It was just mind blowing. I thought, this is great. So I was more grateful than most people. I did not take it for granted. I thought, I will talk to people. So Mm -hmm. people talk to me. And they tell me things because I listen. So we are still talking to people. We're still figuring out. And things have changed a little in the last year yeah. with, with media and stuff like that. So you need to be better at what you do. But as far as leveraging, you need to leverage your results. Yes, I do leverage my results. Have you seen my reviews page? Mm-hmm. I'd like, I would like to share that in the show notes, actually, if you could, um, because then people will see what I'm talking about. I leverage my testimonials. We have hundreds on there, hundreds and hundreds. That's leveraging of the results. And you can't do that right away. But as soon as you get results, you want to leverage those. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We have, we have great results and they are being leveraged because people can't deny that it's working for us, for our clients. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. would you say that's one of the ways that you can do this essentially without the ads, right? Is mm-hmm. leveraging the reviews and the testimonials and putting those out there. Uh, what are some other like marketing challenges that you see a lot of your clients coming up against and how are you supporting them? Okay. So the leveraging of the testimonials, that's once you get them, but I don't want to have people blocked by saying now, oh, I don't have them. So I can't do that because people have said that. So I just want to release all mindset blocks because I would not want to do a disservice to your listeners. So you don't need those. I didn't have those. Okay. That's later. All right. Because I hear people already saying, oh, I don't have those. (laughs) I've heard it a lot. So that's okay. It's no problem. There's nothing. Okay. Nothing is a problem. That's my belief. Nothing is a problem that can't be solved. Okay. So there's no gatekeeping here. Anyone can do it. I should have a t-shirt that says least, li- least likely to succeed and blaze into cross. Really, honestly, that's how I feel because I'm not techie. All right. The, the issues, the only issue is failure to do it. And I mean that hundred percent. The only issue is Oh, who am I to think that I can do that? Oh, look at all those people that are better than me. Oh, she's a million dollar coach and I'm not yet. So, but I wasn't a million dollar coach. So I'm you, I'm them and they're me. And I realized that, oh, those people, they're million dollar coaches. I'm just not there yet. I'm them and I am them now. That means the people listening, they're me, right? Mm -hmm. There's no gatekeeping, none. This is, this is, you can do this. And I've seen people with like 
brand new offers I've created, go out and crush it. Brand new, no assets. So the only thing standing in people's way is failure to take action. And often that is because of mindset issues, glitches, challenges, beliefs, limiting beliefs, patterns, wanting to believe stuff, not wanting to let go, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. Now I had to get through all that because when I came online, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so confident. It was like, oh my goodness, I've got to make this work. I have no confidence, but I'm going to do it anyway. Just go out there, take a deep breath, do my morning mindset every morning, get myself into a state where I can believe I'm doing it. So all of that I was struggling with, like wrestling those demons when I first started because I had no clients. Then I got the first client. Oh, I could do this. More confidence. But then, you know, you have glitches happen and blah, 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 you know, nasty clients. Sometimes we all have every now and then a nasty client. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ahead of you. Yes. Really, If you don't know how to handle that, you don't have a good coach supporting you through that. That can really deflate people. Mm -hmm. So what it is, is failure to do it and also failure to keep your power. Because a lot of this is personal power. And I've really been working with that more with my clients to shortcut them because it took me a while to get to that point. No matter what, I will be happy no matter what. It's about that no matter what, I'm happy. I'm not happy because I got a client today. I did get a client today. I'm thrilled because he's amazing, but I was happy anyway, (laughs) just as an example, right? It was like, yeah, you get to a point where, of course, you're going to get clients and I appreciate all my clients, but I'm not like, oh, I'm only going to be happy today if I get a client. Like when I started, because I was desperate. The other thing is people need to understand that you can sell in any state. So again, no gatekeeping. I sold desperate. I sold angry. I sold depressed. I sold in grief. My mom and my sister passed away two years ago, six weeks apart. I wasn't myself. I had to get a little bit of help. I had a colleague come in, you know, co-host because I was crying in the background. Okay. But I kept going and I still did sales calls. I wasn't quite myself, but I still sold. So it's not about, you have to be perfectly in the perfect state of mind. And the muse has to visit you to do anything, do it anyway, and make the best of it. Okay. And of course your sales get better when you're completely non, like I'm completely non-codependent on my sales calls. Now it's like, here it is. This works. What do you think? And some people are in shock because there's like no persuasion, no coercion, nothing. We don't want to force, right? So that's kind of what we teach as well. So, so all that's standing in your way is like, basically this is the whole, I'm going to give you the whole system. The system is great content, great content. That is not timid content. That is unapologetic. That is in your power for what you're doing. If you're listening, unapologetic, go out, go get them, polarize if you must. Because we're not trying to get everybody. We're trying to get just your people, the the dolphin call. Fantastic messaging. I call it the dolphin call. We help our clients with that. Because I I created that, that I'm a dolphin. My clients are dolphins. We've got to be on the same frequency. Okay. You know, that. And then uh, a lot of it is, some of it is attraction marketing. Well, people actually will come in and say, hey, I saw your post. I love it. Can I get on a call? Took me a year for that to happen. I cried when that happened. Because that nothing was easy for me. I have clients, they do that the first week, they get people coming to them. I'm like, that never happened. So everything has been harder for me for a reason because I needed to learn the process no matter how hard it is to, to be able to help all of the clients because some clients get easier. Do you know what I mean? If it happened really easily for me, I wouldn't be able to coach on that because it just happened. All right, then it is conversations. Yes, 
It is talking to people in whatever inbox that is and doing that without spamming them with being listening and having soul to soul communication as if you were meeting them in person. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. Coach, yeah. Well, if we can stop there for just a second, I, what I'm kind of seeing out in the space um, recently is they just want to do the ads. They just want to like have it go on autopilot and then they just want people to show up and they just want people to buy and them just like not talk to them at all. <laughs> la 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 land is all I have to say about that. Now, yeah. seriously, I'm not against ads. And to be quite really transparent, we have tested many ads because I would love to find ads to tell my clients these really work. I've spent over, I think, $70,000 in all kinds of ads in the last four years to try to just, because I'm stubborn. I'm like, I really want to figure ads out, but I also think it's helpful that I can say that. So my clients go, oh, she's tried it. Because, you know, it used to be, well, you never tried ads. No, we've tried ads. So we can truthfully say, and we're still testing Google ads to this day. I'm going to test some more Facebook ads starting this week. So I'm not saying ads are awful. You need an enormous budget to test and to be okay with that. Well, and not just rely on that one avenue, right? Exactly. You, it can be one stream, but it can't be the only stream. Well, some people that have huge, no, actually, I tell a lie. I met this guy that's the king of Facebook ads, and I went to an event, and they showed me all the organic DMers that work for them in-house. And I thought, ah, there you have it. The person, they said, oh, 100%, we would never let organic go by. It's too great an opportunity to, to not do as well. Yep. Yeah. And they said, Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's such a great, that we, we do both. There you have it. Yeah. He doesn't talk about that when he's talking about ads, right? So mm-hmm. you do need a, you need the stomach and you need to be able to say, that's okay if I lose money. So my thing is, I don't believe people should touch an ad unless it's those $5 a day ads to give a free thing. You know, those tiny little $5 ads because you got this little lead mag and you're hoping just to pay for the five bucks because you thought just that's fine. However, that can add up with some people. Yeah, I don't believe people should be touching an ad till they're at least on like 80K months. Seriously. Because at that level, you still don't want to lose money, but you're like, oh, well, I'm making 80K cash. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay that I'm going to lose at least 60K because you're going to have to put it aside at least 60K <clears throat> over six months of testing and be okay with it. And they still might not be dialed in. Mm-hmm. Now I was working with the coach. He was making a lot more than me, like 4 million a year. And he said, John, we spent 150 K on ads with not one sale or maybe 150 K. And he said, that was just the first lot. He said, we were just trying to find somebody that was good. And then he, <clears throat> I beg your pardon. After that, after many, 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 because a lot of digital marketers don't know what they're doing. No problem. No offense. They don't. There are a few good ones, but most of them don't know what they're doing. And I'm just going to say it out loud. And I don't care how much, People hate me. It's true. He said, same deal you had. So many don't know what you're doing. Kissed a lot of frogs. Finally, he found a guy and they could work together and it started to be profitable after he threw 150K down. But he kept going. He said, if I had not kept going, I would never have figured it out. But you need the stomach for that. And you need to have 150K, right? It might work with less, but it was not like the guy wasn't trying and it's not like he's dumb. You know, like he's an engineer too. So they were trying to engineer. So I just, now it could work, but I've spoken to many, 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 many coaches that go, oh, Jean, I just spent, you know, 20K in ads and 10K for the coach. That was 30K and it didn't work. 
They're paying 10 K for the coach to coach them on it. And then 20 K for the ads. And it was like 30 K and they just, they're sick about it. They really should be starting with organic to build up that with safety and no risk. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, any other challenges on your list? Um, really? Not really. Mindset and doing the work. <laughs> it's, it's so, I it mean, is so business simple. is simple, but not easy. It's, you know what? This is what I say. If it's so painful for somebody to write a post or speak to people, then maybe they shouldn't be an entrepreneur because eventually you're going to have to speak to a person on a sales call. And then they don't want to do the sales calls either. So I'm thinking, you know, if it's so hard for you to commute to even want to communicate with people, it might not be a fit because you are going to have to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Somebody said to me, Oh, I really want to coach, but I just don't want to have to sell it. And I said, okay, how are you going to sell it? I was thinking I would just hire a salesperson. I said, no salesperson is going to work with you with, with no validated offer because they need to have a guarantee that they, you know, some kind of guarantee they're going to make money with you. So it won't work. She goes, well, then I won't be a coach. I said, okay, good call. Yeah. yeah there wasn't somebody that was passionate, obviously, if that was easy, you know, to get it. So this is the thing. And I will say this because it's really true. You know, talking to people for most people, it's really not, unless you're a complete, absolute introvert, I feel your pain. Okay. Then maybe, maybe you could be like me and say, well, I'm an introvert, but I'm going to do this anyway. Cause I really want to, and I have to, I got past so much. I was an actress. Do you know how hard it was to get past my introvertism to be an actress on stage? I did it on purpose. Cause I knew that I did not want to live like that with any kind of limitations on my social life. And I did it. And I thought I'm going to do this. I read Maxwell Maltz's psycho cybernetics when I was 17. And I realized we have a problem on our hands. I yeah. realized. Okay. So, and I went and got a waitressing job. It was the hardest thing I ever did was to go talk to strangers, but I did it. And I got over that shyness. Okay. This is not hard for the most, most, most Americans they've studied are extroverts there. We, we are a nation of primarily extroverts. We studied that France is a nation of mainly introverts. Okay. Now, generally people are pretty extroverted here. Generally the average person speaking to somebody shouldn't be that hard. Okay. What is hard is digging ditches in sub-zero conditions in Siberia. That is hard. That's actually hard. So do you see how I reframe this? Yeah. It's sitting in front of a computer in Clearwater Bay with a great view and doing my work of sales calls, coaching people, which I love. (laughs) Um, I even enjoy my sales calls now. Um, Creating, writing content and I write for Entrepreneur Magazine and that, and, and talking to my team and creating stories and reels and all of that. Let's be real. That is not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's so easy that I tell my family, I feel like my life is a picnic now because my life used to be hard. I used to be this solo parent in New York City, just struggling on subways because I was homeschooling my kids, one-year-old, four-year-old, while I'm trying to get clients, go out to networking events, get clients, email them, working from seven in the morning till seven at night with my children, and then scheduling from 7 p.m. to midnight every single night for two years, no matter what, and not watching media, that is kind of hard. Just wanted to get past this thing of hardness. Not as hard as other single moms I know in New York that have five jobs, because that's even harder. I, I know of people that work five jobs to put their kids through college. Huge respect. I didn't have to do that. So I feel like that was easier, but I'm just trying to 
help people realize what is hard and what is actually a story in their minds. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, I think we could continue this conversation for quite a while, but if somebody's like, I need more of you, what is the best way for them to connect with you? And do you happen to have a gift for our audience today? I absolutely have a gift. It's called 125K Months Unveiled, where we go behind the scenes and show you one of our 125, it was actually 126, but 25 sounded better, exactly what we did. Okay. It's actually a, a pretty long webinar on exactly what we did, complete transparency, exactly how that happened, because I am completely transparent. So that's the free gift. Now, people want to reach out. Um, you will have my reviews page where they can book a call. Also, Janam Laura Instagram, Janam Laura on Facebook, Janam Laura on LinkedIn. You can just reach out, DM me. We love people coming to us. And um, that's everything. I love it. I love it. So we'll definitely have all those links in the show notes. Last question for you is what is a takeaway or a memorable note you want to leave our audience with? You are worthy and ready, right? N-O-W. You're worthy and ready. There's no velvet rope. You know, the velvet rope when you're going into the nightclub and there's them and there's no velvet rope. You've created that. You're already in that cool nightclub with those other million dollar people. That's in your mind. You are me. I'm you. We're all connected and you're worthy and ready right now. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all the lessons and the resources that you've learned here today, start implementing them and create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.